Hello and welcome to the On Topic podcast. Seven? Episode seven, is it? Seven? Seven? Yes, seven. Episode seven of the podcast where we pick a random topic each time and talk about it for the entire episode and try to stay on topic. Uh, as much as possible. As much as is reasonably expected. Yes. Everything okay, John? All good with you? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Excellent. What are we talking about today? Today, we, that was a bit of an extra bit there. Anyway, today's topic <laughs> is weddings. Ooh. Weddings. Which I think is good. I think there's that's got some... Oh, there's a lot of scope. That's got some scope, yeah. Peter yeah. Kay barely scratched the surface. <laughs> Did he do weddings? Oh, yeah. Yes, at the top of the tower. Top of the tower, yeah, I do remember that. Um, but we will, we will have to do some cliches. Wedding, oh, we'll have to go through some wedding cliches. You have as to we I go was, along. I was trying to remember first wedding because yes, you what was your first wedding that you remember? Kind of yes, thing. yes, it's actually my dad's wedding because I'm a bastard. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> it's my dad's second, my dad's second wedding, my first wedding, um, where my dad married his second wife. That's because they changed the law in the UK where you can marry a dog. And that was quite handy. Right. <laughs> no, so he got, it was about... got himself a lovely little mutt, did he? <laughs> yeah. It was about... I said mutt. 19... I'm going to say 1991 in a registry office. So it was the, probably the first wedding I ever ever went to. Classy. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. The, the, uh, the only thing... I kind of don't really don't remember any of the ceremony, but the reception... It was quite a grand affair with everybody. My dad's from North London, so all the North Londoners coming down. And they're being... My dad had jelly deals at the wedding. Nice. Because it's a London thing. Yeah, it? yeah, very North London wedding. Yeah, so there was jelly deals, uh, which I quite like, actually. Um, uh, but there was normal stuff. And there was a raspberry pavlova that, uh, according to all sources, is my dad's favourite thing. And oh. me and my friend Wang sat under a table in the reception room, uh, underneath the tablecloth, made like a we were like fort style, and we ate it. What did he say? He didn't say anything to it afterwards, or I got we got told off for it. But, but I didn't even that would never that never come up. Yeah, it never come up. My dad's favourite thing was a raspberry pavlova. Yeah, pounded it. It was good. I remember <laughs> that. Um, my first Short. was <laughs> my grandma's wedding. <laughs> Double bastard, no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. How, she must be. Uh, so I've I've always had five. Well, not anymore. But back when I had always had five grandparents. Oh, you had a great one, did you? No. Oh, steps. So my mum's mum and dad. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Divorced and remarried, mm. and it was my mum's mum's marriage to a new fella called Roy. Roy. And I remember it. Uh, I didn't obviously didn't know anything about it. So you can only compare it afterwards. At the time, I guess I was in the mindset of I was about uh, nine, I think, or something. Uh, and I was just in the mindset of, well, this must be what weddings are like. But it was a register office, and then back to this sort of quite nice function room place for, right. the, for the normal bits. The the lasting memory though was um, Roy's family. Uh, not being uh, not being very smartly dressed. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, so there was all my grandma's side of the family, very yeah. smartly turned out because it was a wedding. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the other half of the congregation sort of just in trackies and stuff. Oh, that's good. 
Yeah. And I, at the time, I didn't, I didn't know what to make of it at the time. But uh, yeah, Ooh, I think yeah, that is a strange I think one. I guess there was a cultural. Yeah, yeah, I, there. yeah. Because I've been to, I have been to weddings where one side are one way and one side of the other. Where... I remember even at age of nine being introduced to people and just shrugging. <laughs> because I'm never going to see them again. They're not going to talk to me after I've said hello. Thus, <laughs> sometimes weddings have a really good vibe and everyone mingles and everyone gets noticed. For sometimes there's a huge chasm between the two sets because it's always uh, two, it's always two families coming yeah, together. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, being that young, I would have been about nine. I have no real memory of what how that went. I um, you did remind me of something. Oh, that I met my great uncle for the first time, whose name is John, and he has the same last name. And he mm-hmm. said he did that, uh, you know, older person meeting a young person thing, and we shook hands formally. Don't know why. And I and I said my name, and then he said his name is it was the same, and I was like madness how is this happened yeah yeah well you were, you were you were within a good chance yeah. by having the, <laughs> the same second name same second name as john as the first name yeah so i was i remember being that was kind of blown away yeah but i don't john. didn't go to that many i didn't go to that many as a child no one wants kids at weddings just be honest no that's true <laughs> that's probably a really good reason why i didn't yeah, yeah no they are they just get in the way yeah, we've even been asked by um, friends with uh, when we got married, friends with um, kids. We were like, uh, we kind of we don't really know about kids. They were like, no, 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 put put no kids on the invite. And we were like, you've got two kids. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that is the we can show that to people as proof that they can't come. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember being a, a hero at a wedding much later when Molly was about three and she wasn't there because it was no kids, but they had right. their kids because it was their wedding. And um, they had a baby that wouldn't stop uh, crying and fussing during the speeches. I remember grabbing the baby and throwing <laughs> it away. No, <laughs> no, I remember picking up the baby and uh, <laughs> occupying it, for which I got a lot of credit later on. But always oh, the, really the thinking... baby whisperer. All I did was pick it up, which is what it wanted. And then I held it to a window so I could look out of the window. Any kind of stimulus for a baby is plenty. So I thought you it were wasn't like really baby whisper. Any excuse to get out of this speech. The really weird thing is I have to be quite cautious because um, quite a few people have listened to this. And I, so I'm a little bit like, you don't want to say somebody's wedding. I know. I was thinking that. Yes. Yeah. yeah there'll be no name. I can't be picture. identifiable. From, I remember being at one and, and no, this is absolutely no joke. The... Uh, bride sorry the best man did a speech the groom did a speech the uh, father father of the bride did a speech then the bride did a speech and it was two hours one guy started a slow clap right he, oh, wow. he, he kind of went to get everyone clapping to get to stop and i went to join in and my wife threw me eye daggers like don't you even think but it, i really uh... two hours is madness i tell you what it's come up now so we've got to cover it Spe- wedding speeches right <laughs> Well, you've done them both as well, haven't you? You've done, yeah, I've done Best Man best and man, yeah. Groom. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I don't mind unfunny wedding speeches. If the person is not funny, they know they're not funny, and they do a, a lovely, short, sentimental uh, speech, that's fine. And yeah, don't, obviously, don't, cr- don't cry. I'm not a fan of that. No, <laughs> ideally don't cry. <laughs> but uh, I don't mind it being a bit smushy. Yeah, that's um, fine. If, it's, if you've not got it in your locker to be funny. Uh, and then 
on the other hand, if someone wants to really go for it and they'll do a really funny one, that's obviously fine as well. The uh, ones I don't like are the ones where the person is way too comfortable at public speaking. And oh, really? they milk it for all it's worth. And they're not that funny. It goes on too long. It's got a lot of gimmicks in it. Uh, gimmicks I mean, is a bad idea. As soon as I see a carry uh, bag, yeah, yeah. I, I think I want, this is going to be a bad idea. One guy, one guy, I went to one, and one guy pulled out a, a deck of cards, shuffled it, pulled out a card, and then used that card to say something about the bride or the groom. Right. The cards had nothing to do. He knew what he was going to say anyway. Was, oh, it's a jack. <laughs> three of clubs. Oh, what, I remember when what. we went to and Jack will testify to this. The groom <laughs> is a nonce. No. <laughs> no, but that would have been great. But no, but he, he would, it was tenuous. The link between the cards and the thing was tenuous. It went on for ages. He was absolutely loving it. He, was, really he thought to... he was getting loads of laughs, but he wasn't really. That really made me laugh. Somebody said, what do you think of the speeches? And you went, bit. And then the nonce thing came up and I was like, I mean. <laughs> yeah, he, he got me. He got me with that bit. I did. My, I, see, I found best man speech. Um, I remember I, I wrote it and I was like, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. And on the on the night, this sounds like a stand-up gig, but on the night, I was like, none of this is going to work. Yeah, but work. it is. If yeah. you're if you're if 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 you are of our disposition, <laughs> yeah, it is the it is a gig, and you're working. Yeah, that night, and <laughs> and it's it's more important. It's the gig <laughs> that's going to get you the Netflix special. It's going to get your your own agent. I I, 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 I took it so seriously. <laughs> I ditched the set like ten minutes before. Oh no! I was like, that. none of this is going to work. Um, and and I went another way. The biggest laugh I got on the night was. I'm not going to do a thing like go through it, everything that was said, but the biggest laugh I got on the night was the father of the groom, who's a big Suffolk boy with lamb chop sideburns and a DA haircut, if you know what that is, and. Um, he was sat right in the front and uh, the groom who'd got a bit drunk during the day, he did his whole speech with no mic. He just, he just turned it off and he went, won't be needing that and shouted his whole speech. Oh yeah. That's the sort of thing I'm on about. Then he turned it on feedback. So it went, Whoa. and as it settled down, then he put the mic back to himself and he said, uh, I'm now, I'm now going to pass over to my best friend, John, who's going to finish me off. And I took the mic <laughs> and went, I'm never doing that again. Right. <laughs> that. And the father of the groom. <laughs> yeah. Silence. <laughs> all, the, all the parents in the room go, and the kids go, what did that mean? <laughs> they go, yeah, nothing. you've got a picture. You've got to be careful. It's a PG audience. But I thought that but was. It's not a PG topic. <laughs> the no. whole wedding thing. You're literally celebrating something quite filthy. <laughs> so it's a tip. It's a mindset. I died on my ass. So the groom speech died. Really? On my ass. Well, because there's less humor in it because you're thanking. So I'd got the flowers to give to the bridesmaids and the, and the, and the uh, mother in law and the, my mum and stuff. And. Um, so yeah, there's not really any. I, I, I couldn't. I just did it really. I am um, fine. The groom's speech went down really well. A lot better than I expected. I think there's a lot of natural humour in it because we just moved house. We mm. just moved house like two weeks before the wedding, and so I just sort of played on that. Like my notes were on an IKEA 
bedside table cabinet instruction right, okay. manual. And he, and I genuinely put the notes on there, not thinking it wasn't that on the morning. I thought actually there's a bit in, in itself there. <laughs> and I've got a pack of cards. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, they weren't tarot. Pick a card, any card. You're a nonce. <laughs> no. This is Pete. There's somebody's writing their best man speech now, listening to this, going, I need to pack Can't get cards. it out of their head. <laughs> I need a pack of cards, and I'm just going to call people nonces. That would work. 20 minutes of that. I'd watch it. That would be great. <laughs> You've gone now. I'm going to try. It's a funny and... word, isn't it? It's a funny word. I know. Yeah, it's I mean, not a funny out... subject, though. Wasn't it? Is it? It means something, doesn't it? It's not. It, it means not basically a prison that's not allowed outside oh, for, really? the, for the exercising. Yeah, well, I can't remember. <laughs> it's, so it's an acronym. It's not. Oh, I can't remember what the hell it is. Oh wow, no, I, mean, I didn't know that. Well, we'll yeah, I didn't know that. that. So they used to write nonce on the on the on the uh, prisoner's door, meaning they weren't allowed. Oh right, okay, yeah, so no part. ground. Yeah, because no, they'll be uh, they'll get killed <laughs> by the other um, inmates. Yeah. Oh, I thought they had their own wing. Yeah, this is before. I think it was, I think it was from the Isle of Wight. I think it's a Parkhurst or somewhere like that. And they, wow. and they used to write nonce on there. Yeah, no. So don't do that if you're looking for tips. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. So the speech thing, uh, yeah. Best man one went really well. Groom's one went better than it was Kudos. supposed to. Yeah, yeah no lush lucky really. But um, yeah, no. So the speeches, yeah, nothing worse than either a father of the bride droning on about what the bride was like as a child. Yeah. Uh, on and on and on. The, the only one that should be of any length is the best man speech. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. The and others are just warm-ups. Best tip I ever saw from anybody who was talking about the best man speech is, if it's going well, get off. If it's going badly, get off. But most importantly, get off. Like, yeah. No one cares. Yeah, that's fair. Like, like five minutes is enough. My, my, my father-in-law's probably did about... He probably did about five minutes, and he's an ever he, he he's quite a shy chap, and uh, people really liked it. My best man's really shy, uh, and he they loved him. He was sort of bumbling. He'd kind of written it on his iPhone. It's, it's and a, they, it's, it's and a warm did. room because there's a lot of there's a lot of empathy in the rooms. A lot of love in the room. Everyone's in a good mood, high spirits. Yeah, so it's, it is it's a good it's a good audience. Yeah, if it went badly, if people started going, get off, that would be bad. Um, I'm trying to think of the this so much to the, uh, the build up to the wedding because we can only really do it from the. I know the ladies have the wedding dresses, uh, fittings, and everything like that. But I think yeah, the build ups. <laughs> it's a different <laughs> different build up to a groom and a, a bride, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just we'll get on to our weddings later. Suits, yeah, because we are both married. Uh, do you want to know uh, the actual history of a British wedding? And why the things are the way they are. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have here 10 British wedding traditions explained. Right. Do you know about the white dress thing? I assume it's something to do with sheets. No, so um, okay. up until Queen Victoria married Prince Albert, wedding dresses could be any colour and were any colour. Okay. Ha- however, Queen Victoria wore white in 1840, and that just became the thing to do. It started as a trend, as a fashion, and just became the thing. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, and then didn't know that. Yeah, so that's pretty cool claim to fame for her. She yeah. sort of Because that's just, that is set in stone now. It's nearly always white. Yeah, I don't think, I've only, I, yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen, when people get married at a registry office, where we want. 
giving okay. away the bride. So right. the father of the bride giving away uh, the the uh, the bride. Uh, for many fathers and daughters, this is this tradition is a poignant, beautiful moment. However, you may be shocked to find out it dates back to the Middle Ages when daughters were considered their father's property and right. quite literally sold to the groom. I thought it was the, the I know in the other way, it's the other way in India, isn't it? Because the the males, the breadwinner, the 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 the, the father bride pays to get rid of her so there's this thing on netflix called bridgerton right oh yeah my and that is that is literally the premise of the entire program it's posh families trying to sell their daughters yeah and it's all about who can which who, higher possible status will pay the highest possible dowry oh okay yes that's or, the word that's the word i was searching for in my yes, mind um, yeah but i think it is the other way around in different countries and things because yeah because right. you want them the Indian way makes more sense in a way because you want them to marry well. So you want mm. to encourage people to marry them rather than to the highest bidder. <laughs> uh, yes, old, new, borrowed, blue. Um, I assume they're all separate, like picked up at different time. It's uh, based on an English poet. Right. Uh, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, and a silver sixpence in her shoe. And it was a popular thing, so it just became a thing. So the sixpence has fallen off, hasn't it? I've never heard. Yes, it. exactly. Yeah. So people just liked that. Is it going to just, just? Is it going to be like? Is it every like fifty years you lose one? So you've <laughs> lost the sixpence. I don't know how big a thing it is now. I can't. Did Shelley do it? Your partner. I can't remember, but she might have had because it's quite. I know ladies sometimes wear a garter that's blue as the thing and you don't buy it for yourself do you somebody else gets yeah that's it. right it's usually all provided yeah so i think somebody um so maybe i don't i don't know yeah. <laughs> it shows how much attention i pay to anything exactly no but the fact that you don't not sure suggests in a way it's kind of been watered down i don't know how bothered people and there was probably something borrowed definitely probably it's usually something very small now like a hair clip you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because they just they need something borrowed, but they want to. Very, very rarely is it a car door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, why have you brought a car door? I don't want to talk about it. Just put it there. Let's go. Number four, the wedding rings. <laughs> the custom of wedding rings goes back to old Egypt, right? Where the circular shape was considered to symbolise eternity. That seems. I. That's. I'm dubious. Men did. I, men didn't wear wedding rings that I know of. It like. I think women wore wedding rings and men didn't. I thought it was sort of an ownership thing. <laughs> like that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's because I know yeah. lots of my friends who are married don't wear don't wear a wedding band. But if, my dad especially if they just moved his, his signet industry. ring from his right hand to his left. Oh right, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. it's actually fine. My dad did. My dad's yeah, got. I, I think that was a real thing. It was a brown stone with two bands on it, and he moved it from one side to the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same thing. He didn't. He didn't bother. And my. A friend made my wedding ring, so uh, otherwise I would have just had a band because I I break and lose everything as we've heard previously, so I don't need it. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Uh, throwing rice, do you know about this one? Uh, that was when there was too much rice, uh, normally in June. <laughs> you just got rid of it. <laughs> uh, this joyful wedding custom roots in ancient ancient Rome. They used to right. throw grains of wheat or oats to newlyweds. Uh, to bring them fertility and wealth. 
Ah, especially if they picked up the oats afterwards. <laughs> like after it. says, These days, many people prefer confetti because it's available in many colours and doesn't hurt when thrown. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that is true, and we did know that. I don't think do, that it became a thing in the Roman times to injure the bride and groom with seeds and corns and stuff. No, I don't think so. Uh, I've seen... We don't... Uh, Rice is quite rare, isn't it? I yeah, think. I don't think that's much of a thing. Because you don't want that thrown in your face, do you? And I think I remember something about it's not great to leave laying around. Mm. I think people did rose petals. At, at, at our yes, yeah, I do yeah. remember rose petals. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Remember, that's a thing. And it was fine because there was probably just the perfect amount of wind that it was, seemed like a reasonable thing. <laughs> because I assume if there's no wind, you have to really get some welly into it. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. The what wedding is cake that? is new. It's a new. Apparently, it's a new thing. It used what to be pies, food? buns, and cakes. I quite like that. I'd have a pie, steak, and kidney. <laughs> During medieval times, the groom had to try kiss the bride over a pile of sweetbread rolls. Yeah, as you do. By the eighteen hundreds, the tradition had evolved. Relatives would leave a pie hidden underneath the bride's pillow. We did. Um, How good cake. would that be? That should be under the groom's pillow. Imagine waking Wake up finding a pie. That'd be so good. <laughs> the next day, yeah. I would good. love that. Unless you put your hand under and went straight. I'm just going to put a pie under my pillow anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just at Christmas. I we we did cupcakes. We did cupcakes because people don't like fruitcake really. I liked fruitcake, but uh, it, it was a consensus was taken. Cupcakes has become cupcakes. yeah very it's just... trendy way of doing it. It's already comfy. Yeah, and no, yeah. The other thing was with cake. By the time you get to the cake, if you've done the wedding properly in England, everyone is too pissed to eat cake, so they don't really take any notice of it. And except for the few people, some people were eating sort of. There was one cupcake each, but I know some people were like four, <laughs> one in their pocket because other people <laughs> were vomiting outside. Oh, uh, really? A lot of people don't seem that bothered about the cake when the cake goes around now nowadays. If it's if it's something nice, if it's a carrot cake, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't ask about a fruit cake. Or you wouldn't else. normally stop on a big drinking session to have a piece of cake, though. Yeah, that's true. I think. Well, that's yeah, what come it is. back home. It's become such a drinking thing, hasn't it? <laughs> I am wasted. Have you got any fruit cake? Yeah. Bouncers don't throw you out the night and we go. Don't forget your cake. <laughs> yeah. That would that would stop. There would be way less violence if people had more, a napkin with a piece of fruit more cake food on fight. it. <laughs> Walking down the road, drunk with a piece of fruitcake with uh, with the uh, royal icing on. That that would definitely stop you from fight. Or uh, if you nipped to the toilet, went for a piss, and there was that that strange man whose job it is to with aftershave. You have to pay him a quid for now. Oh God, yeah, him. You pay him a quid, and he offers is he you a still lot, around? Some places, always inexplicably, you're not expecting it, and then you clock him on the way in, and you give him that look like "fuck you," I've got to pay you a quid, but for nothing. <laughs> Because I don't want it, I just feel bad. So I'm coming. Do you want the answer? Of course I don't. <laughs> it's a toilet. <laughs> yeah, no. But I think if you gave you a slice of fruitcake, that'd make it. It would just. It would be more charming. The bouquet toss. Right. This is interesting. During <laughs> the more barbaric times of 15th century Britain, there was a peculiar tradition at the end of the wedding day that guests would have. What guests would have to try and tear off bits of the bride's dress. Oh, okay. Flowers okay. or hair. Wow, that's a bit much. People believed that grabbing a piece of the Isn't bride's outfit would pass them some luck. Yes. 
However, the guests could get very rowdy, so a tradition evolved where the bride would simply toss her flowers at the mob and run for her life. I like that it evolved. So initially, <laughs> she just came with a spare dress and went, have at it. She just went home bald and nude. <laughs> <laughs> like a used Barbie. <laughs> just frizzled out. I don't think I'd have liked the 15th century. <laughs> Where's Sandra? She's not coming to the reception. Of course she fucking isn't. Look at what they did to her. It's nearly 10. Where's the bride? Uh, Wait a minute. She's not getting into that, onto that sports car, is she? (laughs) Quick. Just ripping the poor cow to shreds. Oh, she's taking her own life before the wedding ends. (laughs) Uh, The honeymoon. Surprisingly, the romantic idea of a honeymoon is attributed to the most feisty and war-loving of all people, the Vikings. Newlywed Viking couples were sent to live in a cave for one month. <laughs> that is... Uh, I can believe that, it. That, that sounds like believe- a punishment. Where did you... What, what, your Because I like talking to older people, because my, my dad was born in the 40s, my mum was born uh, in the late 50s. When they got married, like when we went on our honeymoon, we went to we went to New York and then we went to St. Lucia. And wow. I, I think my parents went to Bournemouth. Yeah. Like that was <laughs> that was the, the thing. You just went, get in the car, we're off. And they went to Bournemouth. Well, yeah, the whole just married on the back. Yeah. Couldn't um, do that with an Uber. My in-laws went to Eastbourne. I know they went, that was their that was their honeymoon, they went to Eastbourne. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly do not know where my parents went uh, for theirs. We went just like the summer holiday we would have had that year anyway. Yeah. So we went to like, I think it was Mallorca or something like that. Lovely job. Lovely job. But you didn't go to like Stennets on Sea or whatever (laughs) the fucking thing was called. Yeah, we might as well have because I'll get onto that later. (laughs) Uh, Last one. Carrying the bride over the threshold. This backbreaking wedding custom came to Britain from Germany in the days of the Germanic tribes. Right. The groom had to hoist the bride over his shoulder and carry her into his hut. Why? It made her look less enthusiastic about the wedding night and was therefore regarded as a guarantee of her uh, chastity. I thought, you know, when you said it, I, I thought they were just going to to prove she didn't weigh that much. I thought he's got her off. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's uh, and that actually makes some sense. So, so the, your idea is that you're proving that. So the, the bride is proving that she's she hasn't not been putting it about. She doesn't yeah. even want to do it with her new husband. And a new husband has gone basically pro rape, and he's <laughs> yeah. he's off. Oh, we're all yes. Nobody, I, I. Uh, I think I think we did do that uh, because we we literally went from our wedding to our honeymoon uh, because that is the best thing in the world to do. We just got had our wedding breakfast and then uh, some friends dropped us off at Heathrow. But it's great because you don't have to deal with any of the shit from people. Yeah. And then when we got home, we did the opening. We didn't open any wedding presents, so we didn't have to thank anybody we were away either. Yeah. And then we just sat and opened opened gifts, opened all the picture frames. Yes, and, and unusual ornaments. <laughs> yeah. I love hard to stick on the wall. Of course, I've always wanted one. On the uh, wall. Yes, so that's that's the traditions. Have you got any? Have you got any? I've pre- got some facts, which I just thought were quite interesting, just generally speaking, facts. I'm going to wang through them. 
the average age of brides and grooms in the UK. Oh, we did 2019 because I had to. I've decided that 20, 2020 and 2021 were really anomalies. good thinking. Really good thinking. I just thought it doesn't count because, yeah. you know, of everything with the pandemic. So I went 2019, so that's the last sort of complete year. So brides and grooms are uh, average age in the UK are 30, 31 for the ladies, 33 for the men. I, th- yeah. I got married, I think I got married at 34, I think I got married at 34, which makes my wife 30. We're yeah. 30. So yeah. we equal out, that's fine. Um, yeah, I think that's spot on. And that is why you have a period in your life where you're constantly at weddings like yes you're going through that yeah oh, 29 to 39 yeah you 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 go to a lot of weddings sometimes i don't even know who they are like yeah. <laughs> if you get married like if it's if it's my wife's friends i like don't know who that is yeah, I yeah. oh absolutely time. yeah the, when the only person you know there is your own wife yes it's, yeah it's one of those weddings um, how long it takes normally to plan a wedding is they've got the average day out. They think it's between seven and 12 months. Yeah. I think, yeah, we, I don't know. I, they, I didn't do a lot apart from, uh, I would get asked about location to get married. Yes. And, and I rang around lots of reception places. And the funny thing was in the UK, the more fucked up the location was for the, um, uh, reception. When I say that, I mean dilapidated. So I was yes. looking for a barn. You ring up and go, hi, I'm just uh, wondering if it'd be free, blah, 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 blah. And they go, uh, yeah, but it was £2,000, but the roof fell in last week. So it's actually £4,000 now. Yeah. And the less stuff they've got, the more it is. There's no yeah. toilet. You have to bring your own spades and just shit in a ditch. Um, so it's it's actually eight grand. Apparently it takes at least six months, unless you're going to a registry office, to get a registrar now. It's a six-month waiting list. Oh, okay. So you, you, it's a minimum six months now, apparently. <laughs> Um, in terms of what I had to do in my planning, I was given three jobs, I think. Uh, sort out the grooms, the groom and groomsman's outfits. That was right. fine. Um, I had to sort out the uh, table plan, seating plan for the wedding, which I completely effed up. Um, <laughs> I put one of Sarah's neighbours friend say one of sarah's neighbor old neighbor's friends uh i didn't know what her fella was called right so i went on what on facebook found look thought i'd found out but i actually put her ex-boyfriend's name on his place which wow. went down well uh yeah and 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 i i don't understand why i got i got criticism for this but i also got slagged off for not putting the top table in the plans I thought it was incredibly self, self-obvious if who was on the top table. Yeah, you do. That's kind of that. That's I the thought only that, one that's I, written. Yeah, I, I thought that would be fine. I, I thought, I thought we'd know that. that. that I don't even it. remember I what I was I think there was in one more job, but I can't remember what it was. I remember tasting cake. I remember trying to find the location for the wedding. I remember mm. uh, the reception place was me. Um yeah, we went to so many places, so boring, so yeah. many places, uh, and yeah, yeah, and getting suits and getting my suit, my dad's, the whatever, everybody's suit. My stepdad did a brilliant one on the day. Like I said, uh, are you going to come to your suit fitting uh, when you when you come down? We're going to go for suit fitting, and 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 mum and and the wife to be are going to do the dress, the final dress fitting. 
And he said, I'm all right. I got my own suit. That's not how it works. Yeah, well, there's a big debate at my brother's wedding um, between the older fellas and the younger fellas because he chose a navy blue suit. Right. And back in the day, that always meant black shoes. But in modern times... Brown. Brown. Yeah, so I'd go brown. The, the bride insisted on brown. So wow. The older fellas were a little bit put out. The bride insisted on brown. Yes. Yeah. I can't but, Which remember. is fair enough. That is the current way of it. The but, funny uh, thing, I didn't wear the suit that they all wore. I didn't like it. <laughs> so I just went out. At what point did you decide that? Oh, way before. I didn't get oh, right. messed up or anything. All oh, right. Uh, uh, because I just couldn't be bothered. I've got yeah. really long arms and short legs, and what would suit a normal proportioned person wouldn't suit me. So I just didn't bother. And yeah. due to the stress of the wedding, because it is it, it, incredibly stressful. It is, yeah. Uh, I think I lost about a stone and a half. So I looked like I'd just been released from a uh, like a hostage situation. Yeah. And they'd given me a suit. And I'd had my hair cut about two weeks before. And I always think two weeks after a haircut is when you're looking your best. But I got it cut again the day before. I completely forgot to have my hair cut for my own wedding. But I probably look great. See, I look so bastard. I, I, I look like... Because the, the hair... My barber... Oh, no, I looked <laughs> like We're both a complete knobhead. So my barber has just gone, well, there's nothing really to cut, so I better just like feign doing something and just cut my hair too short. And then yeah, yeah oh, I looked at Waffle. I was so glad to get out of there. Yeah, my I didn't I, I did I looked terrible at my own wedding because I said to the I said to the tailor for the fitting or whatever he's called, suit fitter guy, uh, I said, Oh, I don't like it tight. And he took that incredibly literally. Oh, no, right. And so everything was a size up. So it's all hanging off me, and I had this insane, stupid hair. <laughs> I think it speaks volumes for my lack of vanity, though, that it hadn't occurred to me. It would probably be a good idea to get my hair cut before my. It own. definitely wouldn't have occurred to me because I've always, my wife always tells me when to get my hair cut. So yeah. it definitely hadn't occurred to me. Um, the average wedding budget is fifteen grand, basically. That's obscene, right? I just, I'm just, this is my. That's, a, that's that, a deposit for a house. Yeah, that's my bugbear. That is <laughs> yeah. my bugbear. You. You're having this huge ceremony, and I know that it's often paid for by all, all the parents of the bride and groom and all that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But that money, but it's a new couple, they're a new couple in a new marriage, the whole marriage in front of them. That money would be so much better off in their bank. Agreed. I just, it's gone way too far, and you can double that amount for some weddings. Yeah, definitely. It's just um... gone too far. It's gone way too far. We would, because we, we've spoken about this, my wife and I, the, we, neither of us really had any real interest in getting married, but everybody kind of expected it. Yeah. So that's why we did it. Had had she just been able to, my wife didn't like her last name. Had she been able to just change her surname and everybody just get over it, Yeah. then we would have just done that. But have wanted the money though. Yeah, we're doing that, but we still want the money. And we're still going on a holiday afterwards. Yeah, this is Literally. it. And I get it. I get that it's tricky, but it's it's at uh, some point it needs to be some kind of reality check on this. Yeah, yeah. And I think married people have got to be more honest with other married people. There's this there's this uh, really passive aggressive thing that people do, which I've always found amusing. Someone married will always say to somebody who's organising their wedding, "Remember, it's your day, right? If anybody <laughs> wants to do things, remember, y- it's your day." 
Uh, and that is definitely not what happened on theirs because I remember it specifically saying, I specifically do not want that. And that thing would happen anyway. Yeah. And then the person who'd done it would go, oh, I, just, I thought I'd just do it anyway. And I'd think, oh, but everybody told me it was my day. So it's not my day. <laughs> right? That's how that is. <laughs> I, neither of us like champagne. And we both said no champagne. At the yeah. And uh, so somebody bought six bottles. But there was never going to be any champagne there. It was, yeah. Because we don't like it, champagne then, straight away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Ours wasn't a cheap wedding, but it was on a tighter budget than that. And yeah, we're, we're so glad we didn't go any any further than that with it. Yeah. Um, what else have I got facts-wise? Oh, this, this, this is interesting, I thought. In okay. 2019, of all the people who got married, only 15% of them met on what would be defined as an app. Ah, okay. 15%. That will go up year on year now, though. That's incredible, though. I Because I was... Th- <laughs> because I'm old as shit, I was thinking, where did they meet there? Because everywhere that I go, I didn't see anybody sort of under 30. So... Yeah, that stat will go up and up and up. 15%. It's the and only way people are hooking up now. They broke it down to Match.com and... Uh, loads of fish or whatever it's called and what's yeah, the swipe plenty, plenty one of fish. what's the swipe one that was very uh, low. tinder tinder that was very low <laughs> it was like zero point yeah those people are looking to immediately get married are they those i think they're just bagging people? i think that's what that, that <laughs> absolute, yeah but, yeah, but no but i'm telling you what though that will that will go up and up and up now um and i this i just i thought it's worth the question 92 percent of couples chose to stick to the tradition and spend the night before the wedding apart oh yeah yeah we did that as well. yeah yeah you've got we'd lived, to, we, we lived together for seven years yeah do you know what do you know what though it's because everyone else sort of expects it like i think i, yeah, I think like, i remember like sarah's friend saying you have to do that and say you have to come around mine right so i stayed at home and sarah went to her friend's I think I think it's I think also like the people uh, I know my wife it, it was kind of nice for her and her mum and stuff and everybody to get ready together where they were yeah. but only thing was on the actual day of my wedding I hadn't got I I, I realized because I I'm an idiot and I'd organized other stuff and all that uh, made sure everything else was okay come the day of the wedding I, there was no one at, uh, at mine so it was just me sadly putting on a three-piece suit yeah, to yeah. meet everybody down there. And I just thought, I can't, oh, that's awful. So I rang my best man and went, oh, I'm on my own. And he says, do you want to go out for breakfast? And, and a pint. Because I did that to him <laughs> on his wedding day. We went for a beer in a pub in full three-piece suit before we went in. And that's exactly what we did. That's nice. It was nice to walk in, and there was both times as well. The photographer had gone, like, gone. Okay, so what we're going to do is, have you had a drink? Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the photographers! You'd think it was their wedding day. I, I, they take was, such control of the. As was a disaster. She thought she was an artist, and they were so bad. And we had to oh, really? all edited afterwards. Yeah, it's very, very stressful. It can go three ways. You either get a photographer who takes it quite literally. And they're just photographs. They're yep. literally just they're they're in focus and everything, but they're just completely plain photographs. They might as well be passport pictures. Mm. And then you get the ones that think they're artists, and they do loads of crap arty ones. And then yep. you get the ones that are actually good at their job. 
yeah, these were really arty and um, had to, a friend of mine who's a like, digital artist and messed about on them, things I got him to change them all. Um, because, because we'd seen the proofs, so I knew they were bad yeah. and uh, we'd ordered uh, a album for the in-law, for my parents and my, and my wife's parents. Uh, and the photographers forgot to take any pictures of my mum. There was only two in there, in the whole yeah. thing. And so I had to build a whole fake one. Uh, she'll never listen to this, but she doesn't know that her <laughs> album is actually entirely fake. That we just <laughs> I had to get her edited it. She never noticed. Um, it was ridiculous. And, yeah. and, and we were on our honeymoon. We got the proofs and flicking through them going, oh, no. Oh, no. An instant sinking <laughs> feeling. God. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, so it's all inclusive, so we get all. You know, oftentimes, they ask for a list now, don't they, of who to get and how mm. much of each person, and all that. We've only uh, got like yeah. t- ten minutes of pure joy left in this episode. I know. I want to ask, what Go. do you think about foreign weddings, abroad weddings? I mean, we tried to going do it. abroad. We were going to get married in Cambodia on the beach uh, in a place called Kep because uh, we didn't really care how many people turned up to the wedding. And we got it, I'd got, uh, my parents are both at okay. We'd got the friends that we really wanted to come uh, were bang up for it. They're very small, like 10 people at a mm. wedding. Um, it's a big ask though, isn't it? And my, 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 my father-in-law is like the B.A. Baracus of flying and wouldn't go. <laughs> Give him a glass went, of milk. He is actually B.A. Baracus. He went, I ain't getting on plane. And so we were, yeah. So uh, that, that put the kibosh on that. So, yeah, I wouldn't go to a wedding. Somebody said, I'm getting married. And they went, well, no, no, like in April. Oh, where is it? Tenerife. Enjoy yourself. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a big ask, though, isn't it? To say, we'd like you to come to Greece. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess, I guess it's for people that quite like the idea of a small wedding or just have this dream idea for a wedding, I guess. Yeah, we, as was that we could, um, my wife could wear the dress she wanted to wear, like how, however that came about, sort of sunny stuff. And uh, all, all the men kind of wear whatever they want. And as we're not religious either, I was never going to get married in the church. And um, we really like uh, Cambodia. Then we just thought, oh, that sounds nice. And the other thing was, a lot of our guests we thought would never get to see Cambodia if they didn't do this. We honestly, we now think we probably should have just gone ourselves and just found some people on the beaches. Yeah, yeah, you could and have. Got, you and could got have. married like that. I think the people that do it really well nowadays are the people that have a bit of a do when they get back. Yeah, that's fine. And then no you get your dream come. wedding. Yeah, you get your dream wedding and you get everyone else involved as well that you would have liked to be there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, the one, to... the one standout from my wedding um, was getting too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, I apparently spent my wedding night in asleep in the bath. Oh, what? When you got back from yeah. the reception? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of that at our wedding. My dad, because the father, of the groom, doesn't really have to pay for a lot. Um, but it's a traditional London-y thing to put money behind the bar. And so my dad took a punt at what was a reasonable amount of money to put behind the bar. And I can't remember what he put behind the bar. I think he put about 500 quid behind the bar. And everybody just got blasted. Huh. Like, 
the only people that my my mother doesn't drink and my stepdad don't drink uh, and so they were probably the only two sober people so if you don't like drunk people it was your worst nightmare because everybody was shit-faced i mean they're very boozy affairs these days aren't they yeah and you, you come out it, of this you so it starts off you might have a drink before the ceremony Mm-hmm. and then you have the little ceremony thing you come straight out and ha- you handed another yep. like a books fizz or a what or a champagne straight away or, and then there's free wine while you're eating yep and there's very little time to actually eat if you're the bride or groom yeah and then so much stuff going on disco even more drinking so it's a full day sesh these days uh yeah yeah exactly um yeah, I, that was. I trying to think. I, there was nothing really stand out from 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 ours because. Uh, well, I can't, I can't. I mean, I was quite drunk and I can't remember a lot. But um, <laughs> but there was not. I remember there's been funnier weddings in my life. I went to my uh, my friend's wedding, and the minister in his sermon effectively said in not so many words, said, it's lovely to see two white people getting married for once. That's basically what we said. Oh, wow. Yeah. And after the ceremony, I thought, as a bit of a, the way I am in life, I thought, that man needs, needs a, he needs a correction. And um, he was standing outside the vicarage, right? and I, I was walking towards him when the groom went, I know what you're thinking, no. And I went, okay. <laughs> okay it's your day <laughs> i won't call him a fascist but only because it's your special day uh yes yeah. so yeah so that's that um we've had i've been to loads of really nice ones though like you know picturesque hotels and all that sort of stuff yeah it's um it has it's the hotel thing is the big drink thing now rather than the registry office or even the church yeah. i mean i've only of all these weddings I've been to in the last ten years, I think only one was actually in a church. Only I've been to I've been to two because one of them we went to a Methodist chapel, which is more like a village hall, and one and one of the last ones we went to was at a um, church. Uh, I think it's really funny because, like funerals, people who are not religious in any way become religious when they're in the church, as if there's any difference in that building. And I remember making jokes. Uh, with um with with my wife or like other people nearby and my wife finding them funny and other people looking at me like he could get you this is his place it's not real yeah yeah i, I don't care they were doing a thing the... i wonder if it's really badly affected them what the, the church people yeah well the congregation they think this is yeah we'll do religion another time but i think that, that there's been, that like must been a good financial thing for them yeah, there's been like a huge reduction uh, in in church weddings. I remember the lady who was conducting the, the one that I went to at the church, she said, um, remember, when the collection plate goes out today, this building costs £2,000 a week to run. And I turned to the boy next to me and went, move then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. This isn't, this isn't comic relief. You can't get me to give a crap about this move turn it into a weather spoons then go to a porter cabin yeah they, they do all right don't they yeah the weather spoons in churches oh we do and i have one one sort of amusing thing go um on, last one last one is my dad when we went to do our uh, uh wedding suit fittings my dad 
uh, was there and uh, the lady was, I'd already, I'd already got all my done because I'd got the suit separately and everybody else was getting their measurements. And the, the, the lady, Taylor, what, again, whatever you say, fitter, came over with the tape measure to my dad and she said, um, and she said, oh, uh, and what would you like? And he said his chest size and his neck size for the shirt and the jacket. And then she said, uh, uh, um, waist? And he went, uh, 34. And she walked off and I, and as she left, I, I said, why did you do that? He said, what? And I said, you, you're not a 34 inch waist. Do you think you're gonna take her out for a drink afterwards? The, the 22 year old girl, you just told your waist was 34. <laughs> because she, she's about to come in with a pair of trousers that won't fit. And then you're gonna go into that room, come out with them busting at the seams and then look an idiot. And then have to get like 38 or whatever. And he said, no. And I said, just correct it when she comes back. And then, yeah, he had to change that. Because I just thought if he wears, that, that would do me in. If I was having to look at my dad in in trousers that were four inch tight, four inch tight. Yeah, I totally get day. I get where he's coming from. <laughs> I know. It's annoying I like, having to tell people. Yeah, but I was like, who's it for? Yeah, Shut, just be get honest. trousers. Why am I paying for these fucking trousers? I remember. I remember a tailor making some sarcastic comment to me about it because mm. he, he 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 was one of those that likes to look at you and guess. And so right. he handed me two sizes of trouser, and uh, I went straight in because I knew my I know my size of trousers. Yeah, you so did. I went straight in, put on the ones that were the correct size, and he, and they were the smaller of the two. And he went, mm, managed to squeeze into those ones then. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's not appropriate, and you're just cross because you thought it was the other one. Yeah, I had one of those who did that when when I was at a friend's, uh, another friend of mine's wedding. He, uh, I was one of the groomsmen. They said, um, I, like my chest size has always been, I don't know. Uh, I think at the time, I think then it was forty two, and I did get a forty a couple of years ago. It was forty two, and the the they said, uh, and he went, he came over and he went, and you looked at me, and he went forty four, and I went, no, no, and then he said. I think I know what I'm doing. And they got me a 44 jacket and I put it on and I looked like a bouncer from Hale and Pace. And he, and I put it on, I was looking at him and I was looking, cause I thought I was instantly going to go, that doesn't fit. I'm mad. But he looked at me and he went, see, and I went, <laughs> no, look behind you. And the, the bride's party were, were like behind him pissing themselves, like dying that I looked like I was going to go, no trainers, mate. Yeah, I like those tailors. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that is that is weddings. Thank weddings. You for listening. We we don't know what's next. We, we don't know. We, what's one next. day we can tell people what's next, but we yeah, we don't know at this point. We don't, we don't. Uh, thank you for your continued support. Uh, don't forget to check out the Facebook group, uh, yeah. which is just put in the On Topic Podcast into Facebook. That's it. Or whack us an email at the On Topic Podcast at gmail com. Yeah. Group's or... going really nice. Um, yeah. don't forget well, to get in touch if yeah. there's any problems or we're not on an app that you want us to be on and you can join the discussion on the Facebook group because lots of people just talk over the subtopics we've talked about or they correct us when we're wrong Kai got correction. oh yeah there. what was it oh it was uh, Pirelli uh, Pirelli um, tires Pirelli yeah. make tires and um, not stickers not stickers she's quite correct they don't make stickers so. Panini Panini are the sticker fellas that's right that's right that they make those enough. and cheese toasties that are really flat <laughs> Yeah, yeah, slightly spoiled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. The on topic podcast. Bye.